This is Stephen Strang, and welcome to my Guide Trump in the 2020 podcast. It's the podcast in which I make the argument that Donald Trump must win and what's at stake for Christians if he loses. I wrote the book in 2019. It came out in January of 2020 before the dread pandemic came from China. In fact, we were just barely hearing that there was some kind of new SARS-type virus. We had no idea it would become the pandemic that it has, and it's affected the election so much that I wrote a book in April called God, Trump, and COVID-19. And it was how the pandemic is affecting Christians, the world, and America's 2020 election. In God, Trump, and the 2020 election, I have a chapter on why Donald Trump might lose. And one of the reasons was that the economy, which was booming at the time, went into the tank. And in March, just as the country was beginning to shut down due to COVID-19, there was an overwhelming surge in unemployment filings that came as a hard pill to swallow for our nation. With companies of all sizes hit by the fallout from COVID-19, many Americans began scrambling for the next paychecks. As with all historical economic slumps, minorities and young workers experienced a significant impact. A recent report by Moody's Analytics chief economist Mark Zandi identified the hardest-hit industries. They included leisure and hospitality, transportation, employment services, mining, travel arrangements, because 17.6% of all Hispanic workers and 16.8% of African-American workers are in those economic segments compared with only 12.5% of non-Hispanic white workers, experts anticipate that Hispanic and black Americans will lose jobs at a higher rate during the corona-led recession than other groups. Up to that point, the Trump administration had been able to maintain the lowest black American unemployment rates in history. In February, it was a rate of 5.8%. And with the great strides that President Trump has made with the black community, they were lost because of the current situation. And that's why the president could lose in 2020. A virus was never in, in the mix until now. The global spread of coronavirus is heightening America's anxiety, which is reflected in the volatile stock market. It went down. Thankfully, it has now come up. Governor Mike Huckabee said that it's almost like it's on a bungee cord, but there is so much uncertainty, both with the economy and the 2020 election, that many people are asking whether the pandemic is actually a black swan event. Now, what's a black swan event? There was a book that came out a couple of years ago and an opinion piece in The New Yorker that talked about how a black swan comes from nowhere and then when everybody analyzes it, it's like, well, of course, we understand it now. Why didn't we understand it before? It almost seems as those who opposed Donald Trump wanted this to happen. In fact, far-left political commentary Bill Maher said on his HBO show, Real Time, in 2018, that he was hoping that the economy would crash to get rid of Trump. And I'm just very, very concerned that the Democrats and the far left, because this is much more than just normal Democratic politics, that they're keeping the, the coronavirus alive 
in order to affect the election. And these are some of the issues that I talk about in my book on how very serious it is. And also I discuss the spiritual aspect. All of my books discuss the spiritual aspect of what's going on. And, you know, I think that the, this virus is going to mysteriously disappear uh, after the election. Meanwhile, there are people who are saying that hydroxychloroquine actually significantly helps people who take it. It's very safe. But there are Democrats who say it shouldn't be used. They say it affects the heart. But when you dig down into it, some of the studies that they did were, you know, with uh, people who had very bad heart problems. There's really no evidence, at least according to what I've read in my own research, that this causes it. Yet, yet this is kind of the drumbeat that happens. And when some of the doctors, such as the frontline doctors that recently were, you know, did that viral video, it's been taken down. Everything they do has been taken down. It's as if saying that hydroxychloroquine is bad somehow and that it's fake news. I don't believe that for a minute. In fact, on my uh, podcast uh, last week, I interviewed Dr. Stella Emanuel from Houston, Texas. She is a Nigerian who's been in the United States for about 30 years. You need to find that podcast and listen to it because she says she, she has personally treated over 500 coronavirus patients and not one has died. In fact, she says that if the patients start taking hydroxychloroquine, she also has a protocol that includes zinc and something else that I don't remember right now, but it's in the podcast and in my newsletter, that they get well pretty quickly. And somebody said, how many patients has Dr. Fauci uh, treated himself? Probably very few, maybe none. And yet he and others like him are, you know, expressing caution. And I'm just very, very concerned about it. I'm also concerned about how this is affecting Donald Trump in the black community. You know, he was making major uh, strides before the coronavirus, but for reasons I don't fully understand, it seems that like the black community has been somewhat uh, affected more. Some of it is that there are segments of the black community where, which seem to have poor health, a higher rate of diabetes, for example, and other things. It isn't really clear-cut, but people who have some of those things tend to suffer more and, and the death rate is more. We know this, of course, with the elderly community. I personally believe that those who are at high risk, uh, such as people with diabetes, such as people over 60, especially you know when you get to be 70 and 80, need to be in some sort of quarantine uh, because they're very, very vulnerable. In fact, I read a statistic that around 60% of all deaths are in approximately half of the cases of coronavirus. And most people do recover from coronavirus. Most people do. The elderly don't. We saw what happened in New York when Governor Cuomo sent COVID-positive patients back from the hospital, back to, you know, their senior citizen housing. And of course, the virus spread like wildfire, and many of those elderly people died. Uh, Florida, where I live, has a much higher senior citizen population and has had just a fraction of the deaths because of how our governor, Ron DeSantis, responded. 
My own mother is 90 years old. She lives in a senior citizen center. Actually, it's called assisted living. I have been able to see her only once since this pandemic started. They allowed her to go to a doctor's appointment. And of course, we were very careful and masks and all that kind of thing. She's fine, I'm happy to say. But, you know, she's very, very frail. And uh, of course, I don't want her to get this. But this pandemic is the only one where the healthy have been quarantined. I've said that before. And I'm just afraid that people are using it as political fodder. And it's affected the economy. It's affected a lot of things. And as life is getting back to normal, as many of the states are opening up, some of the states led by far left Democratic governors and mayors and other officials uh, are keeping things in some level of lockdown. And it's particularly concerning, especially in places like California. Other podcasts, I've dealt with this on how uh, churches uh, still can't meet. And that's not the purpose of this podcast. It was more to talk about the economic a thrust. This is material that I've been able to take from my book. I thought it would be helpful. And, you know, of course, before we knew how serious the coronavirus was, or that in three weeks of quarantine, the gains in the economy would be wiped out. And of course, the coronavirus won't last forever. The president is bullish on how the economy will come roaring back. And to some extent, it has, especially on things like the stock market, because the underlying things with the economy were very strong. It was just that businesses shut down. Many people quit flying. In fact, that's how it's affected me more than any other way is that I've quit travel. And in the early part of the this year, I was on an airplane like 13 or 14 times, mostly promoting my book. And I've not flown at all since it started. But, you know, it, it remains to see what happens. I personally believe that we need a strong leader like Donald Trump to lead us in the recovery. I'm very concerned if Joe Biden gets in. I'm concerned about his lack of leadership, his lack of performance throughout his very, very long career. And I'm concerned that he's got some kind of early stages of dementia. I'm not a doctor, of course, but my mother has dementia, and I've seen how she kind of very slowly deteriorated. And I think that that's the only explanation for the fact that every single interview he does, even when he reads teleprompter, he seems to mess things up. Often doesn't know where he is, sometimes doesn't know what the year is. And, you know, do we really want to elect someone like him as president? And to, for me, at least, the answer is no. You know, I pontificate on my podcast. This is a good platform for me to talk about what's going on, to talk about the economy, to talk about these very issues. It's the reason why I wrote God, Trump, and the 2020 election, and why I wrote my new book, God, Trump, and COVID-19. You can buy them many places. Uh, Christianbook.com, of course, has it. Uh, Barnesandnoble.com. It's available in many stores. But the best place to buy it is at my own website, which is Steve Strang Books. Dot com. Uh, the reason is that we have some bundles, uh, some special prices. Uh, you can even buy God, Trump, and COVID-19 in bulk quantities. We're going to set something up, if we haven't already, where you can get bulk quantities of all of my books at a very, very low price because it's, both of them are an apologetic on why to vote for Donald Trump, and it's not done from a political point of view. 
in my life, I have been, I was a Democrat for over 20 years. I've been a Republican. I have never been involved in, in party politics per se. I have been involved in trying to get certain candidates who I believed in elected, but it was, you know, for the candidate, not the party. But I try to deal with things in my books from a spiritual point of view. The last section, a, a third of the book in God, Trump, in the 2020 election is on the spiritual dimension. And even with COVID-19 book, I bring out the spiritual dimension. They are not a repeat of each other, but the spiritual dimension to me is the most important thing. And we as Christians need to discern the times. We need to understand what's happening. We need to understand what the Holy Spirit is saying. We need to understand what uh, prophetic voices are saying. In fact, I'll just read you a couple of the uh, chapter titles at the end of the book. What is God saying to his prophets? The next chapter, understanding the spiritual aspects of COVID-19. And finally, for Christians, what does all this mean? And then the conclusion I called, it's never been about Trump. It really isn't. It's just that Donald Trump, this unlikely person who's never been in politics, who has had a lifestyle that a lot of us Christians, of course, don't approve of, but it's almost as if God raised him up at this important time and in this election, it's Donald Trump or Joe Biden. So with that, I'll wrap up this edition of God, Trump, and the 2020 election. It's the podcast that says that Donald Trump must win and what's at stake for Christians if he loses. And remember, visit my website, stevestrangbooks.com. That's my name, Steve Strang. And then books with an S. It's all pushed together, I say, like as if it's one word. It's easy to remember. It's easy to go there. There's some free ch uh, chapters that you can download. There's some other information that I think that you'll like. And, of course, you can get uh, the books. And every book that we sell there, except the ones that are in huge quantities, are personally signed by me. And some people like to have an autographed copy of the book. It's the only place that you can get an autographed copy of the book unless you just happen to be at a couple of the book signings uh, that I do from time to time. Thank you for listening to my podcast, God, Trump, and the 2020 Election. Tune in again tomorrow. We're counting down the days until the election. God bless you. I want to add something. I'm back in the studio, and I wanted to just call attention to my two books. I'm not just trying to sell a book. I'm trying to get a, the message out, and of course, I put them in books, and I want to let you know that you can buy God, Trump, and the 2020 election, and also my new book, God, Trump, and COVID-19, How the Pandemic is Affecting Christians, the World, and America's 2020 Election. You can get them, of course, online. There are a couple of good online booksellers. Amazon.com, of course, is the best known, but also ChristianBooks.com sells it, as well as BarnesandNoble.com. But you can buy it on my own website, which is my name, SteveStrangBooks.com. That's my name, Steve Strang, books in the plural. And on my site, we have some specials. You can buy them in bundles, 
Uh, you can get several copies that are discounted price. And also the copies that are on my website are autographed. Some people like that. Uh, you can also get it in many brick and mortar stores. Walmart and Sam's probably have the greatest number of copies and greatest number of stores around, but also Costco and some Christian bookstores. But wherever you get them, I hope that you'll read the book. I hope you're inspired by the book. That's really why I wrote it, was to inspire Christians to get involved because we can make a difference. So please read God Trump in the 2020 election and also God Trump and COVID-19. And if you like the book, share it with your friends. Loan them a copy, buy them a copy, and also go on some of these websites and leave a review to just kind of get the word out there about these books. Thank you for doing your part to help me to get the word out. God bless you.